0: Welcome to Northern Kentucky Spotlight, back after a Thanksgiving week off. Happy late Thanksgiving, Jeremy.
1: there's lots to be thankful for.
0: Absolutely, especially us being back with the podcast. You know you're thankful as well, and show us that you're thankful. Subscribe, like, share it so that we uh, can certainly get all this information out. If you're watching us live on Facebook, thank you very much for that. We want to thank our sponsors, uh, CVG, the title sponsor, the studio sponsor, the LN Federal Credit Union. I'm one of your hosts, Catherine Nero, alongside, of course... The beautiful and talented Jeremy Tran Marketing beautiful. and Communications wow. Director. I you got to say it, right? <laughs> uh, so we're, we are back talking about some very exciting things today. Let's talk about the guests that are on the podcast. Yes.
1: we got uh, Corey Eimer is here today. Um, he's going to talk to us about the Kentucky Career Center and all the great things that they've got going on and how they're partnering with Grow NKY and doing all some mm-hmm. really, really awesome work. Um, and then also Patrick Murphy is going to come in. He's talking. He's uh, an architectural firm that's out of Louisville, and they're going to talk about um, some of the speci- their specialties and how they work with mm-hmm. roofs and stuff. And it's it's very it's a very interesting. It topic is
0: interesting. Today. It is. And so we hope you will stick around for that. Uh, right now, though, we want to have a word from one of our sponsors. Sometimes life is hectic. Choosing a mortgage lender shouldn't be. The LNN 55 mortgage offers competitive rates, no PMI, and up to 100% financing. That's a mortgage that comes with peace of mind. Whether you're purchasing a new home or refinancing, you'll feel right at home with LNN. We're local, trusted, and we'll be here for you even after your closing. Call 800 292 2905 and get started on your 5-5 mortgage. LNN Federal Credit Union. Welcome home and we're back on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight, and as promised, we're talking with Corey Eimer from the Kentucky Career Center Business Services through Brighton Center. Corey, thank you for joining us today.
2: Thanks for having me. All
0: right, let's talk about what is the Kentucky Career Center for those who don't know.
2: Sure. Sure. So the Kentucky Career Center is the region's largest workforce development resource, and we serve both job
1: seekers and employers. So with its labor market being as tight as it is, um, and with the unemployment record—I mean, it's like a record low, especially for Northern Kentucky. How is the Kentucky Career Center being um, able to help employers attract and retain qualified workers?
2: Uh, it's certainly a challenge. Um, you know, having the ability to serve job seekers and employers, uh, we have to sort of be nimble mm-hmm. in what we do and the services that we offer. And right now, it's certainly a job seeker market. Yes. And so, employers probably need our assistance more than mm-hmm. job seekers currently. Uh, So one of the ways that we can help employers is that we host a number of job fairs and hiring events. We have four signature job fairs every year. Uh, Those typically involve 20 to 30 businesses or employers. Um, But we also have hiring events that are smaller scale. We do those on a weekly basis. Uh, We can have those usually on site at one of our five locations. Our hub is located in Covington on Madison Avenue. And we have a site as well, a uh, Kentucky Career Center in Florence, in Williamstown, in Carrollton, and now CVG Airport, which is pretty cool, as of April. Mm-hmm. Uh, the numbers at CVG Airport are, are incredible. Oh, yeah, and, and, you know, They've got lots of positions that they need to fill. Absolutely. And collectively, if, if you count all of the businesses that are at CVG, it really makes up about the largest employer in the region. There are mm-hmm. 14,000 badged employees. Wow. Wow. That, you know, show up to work every day at CVG. So uh, we're happy to be on site there. Um, But we do offer hiring events, uh, like I said, at least on a weekly basis. Uh, We can do job matching. Uh, We pre-screen candidates, so we can match candidates with the employer's needs. Uh, We offer a free job posting portal for employers called Focus Talent. So uh, employers can register, again, it's free to do so, and they can post their jobs. And then they can have access to the literally hundreds of job seekers who have also Mm. created an account as a job seeker into focus. Um, We also have a team of business service representatives. And those business service representatives um, basically segment out the work according to high demand industry sector. So for example, we have a business service representative who is um, honed in on construction and trades, for example. Uh, so he's able to really develop an expertise with that industry, and also advise employers who are working within that industry uh, about some best practices in terms of uh, talent attraction and retention, uh, how to be competitive within that sector, et cetera.
0: When you, uh, as you pointed out, dealing with both employers and those seeking work, are you finding gaps there? And if so, like what do you do? Do you how do you guide one or the other in the right direction?
2: There certainly are gaps. Um, I'm sure you've probably heard of the talent gap that mm-hmm. exists not only in northern Kentucky, but uh, quite a bit broader than yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we frankly face a, a, an issue of a shortage of people. Um, so, you know, not only do the people that we do have, uh, you know, need to get skilled up mm-hmm. with certain certifications and, and, and different qualifications, but we just, frankly, don't have enough people. So that's uh, one of the areas that Grow NKY is focused on is you know, getting people attracted to our region to right. migrate in.
1: Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned we've got, like all these large employers like CBG and, and now Amazon, mm-hmm. you know, they're really starting to kind of, pull a lot of this, these resources and you've got all these other organizations too that are trying to kind of help people find employment or help employers. How do you guys all work collaboratively and work together? Sure. And that's that's important because
2: there are a bunch of different workforce partners in the mm-hmm. region. Uh, I think we're all doing excellent work, but it's how do we maximize that collective impact. And, uh, and Northern Kentucky is really known for, for our collaboration anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Um, our workforce partners fall in line with that, and, and we've created a group called uh, the Northern Kentucky Workforce Partner Roundtable. Uh, there are currently, I believe, 11 workforce partners around this table, and uh, we're focusing in on how, how to most efficiently and effectively meet the employer needs. Um, one of the ways that we're doing that is we've, uh, we've established what we're calling SWOTs. Um mm-hmm. That stands for Strategic Workforce Action Team. And uh, what that is, is the example I always give is, you know, maybe somebody at the Kentucky Crew Center is having a, you mentioned uh, Amazon, Jeremy, uh, maybe they're talking with the HR manager at Amazon, uh, but the, uh, someone at Triad is talking with the mm-hmm. president of Amazon, probably not. Yeah, probably <laughs> the business, <yeah. laughs> maybe the yeah. next guy, yeah. right? Yeah. Who's in charge of moving <laughs> that, that facility here? Right. And then, but the workforce partners don't always know they're talking to, yeah. to, to the same employer, and the employer doesn't always know. So we we decided let's all get together and, and align our efforts. Mm-hmm. And what we've been doing with these SWATS is once uh, we identify an employer with multiple workforce needs, we invite that employer in, and all of the workforce partners meet with that one employer all at the same time.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, that's
0: great. So it's one conversation and. Good for the employer, but also good for all of you guys as well. Absolutely, because um, it isn't a competition. You guys are all working toward the same goal.
1: Right. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, we've uh, name dropped Grow and KY a few times. Yeah, you know, do it again. Right? Do it again. You know, like the chamber is super proud to be a part of this, and um, you know, we the chamber plays like kind of the convening role and kind of says, "Hey, everybody, come meet." But like, we have so many great organizations like the Career Center that are helping move this, move the needle on all this stuff. And how, how has the Career Center been involved with with Grow? Uh, we've been very involved. Uh, we,
2: I, I believe since the beginning of GROW, um, we've had representation on the um, GROW Steering Committee. So Barbara Stewart is representing mm-hmm. the Northern Kentucky Workforce Investment Board, uh, which oversees the Kentucky Career Centers. And Wanda Winkler, our Executive Vice President at Brighton Center, is also on the Steering Committee. And Brighton Center is who I work for, and, and they are the, we are the uh, contracted provider at the Kentucky Career Center. Uh, so that's uh, there's two folks in the le- in a leadership role uh, serving on the growth steering committee, uh, but we also have uh, team members from the career center serving on multiple pillars from early childhood, you know, kindergarten readiness through K through 12. I'm actually chairing the third pillar, the adult career readiness and lifelong learning. Um, So through the fourth and fifth pillar, I think the fifth pillar, just uh, employer policies and best practices, just got done meeting, and we had I believe two team members around that table. So we've
1: been very heavily heavily involved. involved. It's awesome. Yeah, it's um, you know it's it's a lot, and I mean if anyone who's listening and wants to get kind of involved with this workforce has workforce needs, workforce challenges, reach out to the chamber. Lisa can get you connected to like anything. Like you're thinking about starting a co-op, if you need help. Getting in contact with the Career Center, like whatever you're looking for, just reach out to yeah, us. Yeah, the resources
0: here are amazing. Yeah, we want, they are. We
1: want to help. We want to yeah. make, make our community better right. and get people employed and get their employers, their employees. Um,
0: we have we, It's a new month, Jerry. It is a new month. So we have a new question, a yeah. new question for the month, yes. and what is it?
1: The question of the month. So um, this month at the Chamber, we celebrate the importance of community giving. So that's our kind of our theme for this month. So our question is that we've got so many great organizations and so many needs in our region. So how do you decide where to give your time, talent, and treasure? Sure. Uh,
2: that's really important to me and I, I really appreciate that question. Uh, one of the things is uh, you know, volunteering for Brighton Center, mm-hmm. my, my own organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, Brighton Center served last year around about forty four thousand people. And with about 2,000 volunteers, and so volunteers are critical to, mm-hmm. to, to, to our work and helping uh, helping the community community in the ways that we have. Uh, also, United Way, I, I give to United Way uh, and have, and I actually used to work for United Way several years ago. And so I believe strongly in their mission and and the work they're doing. Uh, through through my church, I actually volunteer for Family Promise of Northern Kentucky. Uh, they're an organization who helps. Um, People who are uh, struggling with homelessness, and uh, one of the only Northern Kentucky uh, homeless organizations that is able to keep a family together once they're going through uh, that mm-hmm. challenge. And and I probably selfishly my most enjoyable thing is coaching my son's eighth grade basketball team. <laughs> awesome. uh,
0: How they do. How oh, are they we're doing? Old I guess. five right
1: okay. now. Okay, okay.
2: Room for
0: improvement. Probably that's the things. coach's fault. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I guess. No, it's room for improvement. My, it's my, almost, son's, it's my
1: son's a kindergartner and just started basketball. And, He's that takes awesome. a special it's, person. I mean, it's, uh, it's, his coach is, I, like, I, I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he keeps us cool, but it's, it's so fun. Although grade boys are another challenge course. as well. Yeah. I can yeah. only
0: imagine. <laughs> well, Corey, thank you so much, and thanks for all the work you're doing for Workforce and at, at, and all your volunteer activities as well. We appreciate it. Thanks very much. Uh, we have a lot of big news coming out of Northern Kentucky this week. Yeah. We say that every week, but really this week is, like, gigantic. So uh, we're talking about a gigantic new um Uh, reconstruction plan happening, as well as some other great information coming your way. But listen, we've mentioned CVG like 14 times already, so let's hear from CVG very quickly. We'll be back with a Business Week in Review. And welcome back to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. I promise you some big news. Here we go. We start with the biggest one. I'm so excited. I know. So I know. excited about this one. I'm clapping. I'm so excited. So the Saliers group and the VR group, that's just the whole Salyers clan, uh, announced a gigantic $22 million Covington revitalization project. We told you uh, several weeks ago about the two buildings there at Madison and Pike that were gonna be that were sold, didn't know what was gonna happen. There were rumors flying, and now we know for sure. So this is this is the former YMCA and the former gateway, one of the yeah. former gateways. 8-way buildings. Um, it'll be mixed use, so there. You know, Hotel Covington did so well, and the the Sellers Group owns Hotel Covington. Yep. Um, this is going to be an extension of that, so it's going to be VIP suites, bigger presidential suite, even very, cool. very fancy, and it'll expand that footprint. Uh, there's going to be a bourbon distillery. Yeah, my favorite
1: part. You almost missed that part. A bourbon Don't distillery. The bourbon distillery. Um,
0: office space. There's going to be a groundbreaking. That whole section down there is just blowing up, and it's yeah. so great to see. As a long-time Covington resident, I'm very happy to see that.
1: Well, and and other developments down That whole river, the whole river, like, I mean, Riverfront Commons, um, that's getting near completion. So Mm -hmm. that's going to connect them all. Um, Then there's uh, three projects in Newport, Dayton, and Covington um, are big parts of that. So, I mean, it's just going to, like, I mean, it... That riverfront is going to completely transform um, in the next year. Um, I mean, and if you want to find out more about mm, this, yes, eggs and issues next week. We're there talking about riverfront development, and we're going to have uh, Banta's going to be in there from Corporex talking about mm-hmm. the innovation. Um He came to our board meeting and gave us a little insight on some of that. It's really really cool. So you're going to want to come Perfect. hear about that. Um, and then we're also going to have uh, South Bank partners in there talking about the riverfront columns. And this how is going to be great. So, it's an yeah.
0: 11 and a half mile trail that will connect yeah. the river. It's kind of the answer
1: to the banks. It's, it is. It's going to make the riverfront the just as awesome on our side as it is on and the other side of the river.
0: Just as awesome? I'm just going to say. Maybe 10 more 10 10. awesome. And just with a little less red <laughs> tape. But that's yeah. another story. Um, okay, so uh, many other stories to get to. In fact, a, a sad story sure. here. Yeah, Gene claves of the Northern Kentucky Tribune uh, passed last week. His um, celebration of Life is going to happen on Saturday. You know his name. You know his family's name. Uh, they. He was the associate editor and founder of the Northern Kentucky Tribune. Longtime journalist. Longtime journalist. His um, celebration of life will be uh, Saturday from 3 to 8 at Newcomer in Erlinger. His wife, Judy, who also started uh, the Tribune, said, uh, We promised Gene a party, so here it is. So yeah, they will be celebrating. They've been it.
1: a long, long, long-time partner with the Chamber, yes. and they've always helped us out so tremendously. So um, He will be missed, and we're going to go party.
0: Yeah. Uh, but the Tribune is getting a health
1: reporter, so that's good. Yes, the, the um, teach or the Report for America, not Teach for America. Similar, that's a, same similar thing, thing. Same idea. Yeah. Um, Report for America. Um, they gave a grant to the Enquirer, and the grant's kind of being ascended. Um, so this, they're going to have a health reporter for the Tribune. It um, will help. With some of the reporting needs in this area. Yeah, so the
0: way Report for America works is they they put reporters in what they call news deserts. Yep. We've heard of food deserts where they don't get you know where you can't find fresh produce. This is the same kind of thing. So the Tribune will get a health reporter, um, and the 250 journalists are in this class. Last year, Julia Fair from the Cincinnati Enquirer was yep. one of them. She's going to stay yeah, on for another year. Extended, yeah. So um, and her. News desert was northern Kentucky. That's con- that uh, that still amazes me. That northern Kentucky is considered a news desert, but that's helping at the very least.
1: New riff. Oh yeah, bourbon. I know. I, I was bringing back to the this. alcohol. I always bring it back to the alcohol. Um, so New Riff, um, they got top honors in um, like one of the world's most respected whis- uh, whiskey awards competitions. And they got five awards. It's amazing. Um, so like they got double gold medals in um, best barrel aged gin. Um, New Riff bottled in um, bond. Uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, so that's like their first uh, bourbon okay. that they released. Um, the New Rift Single Barrel um, for a Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, that got a, a double gold medal. Um, the New Rift Bottled and Bonded um, Rye got a medal. And uh, the New Rift Kentucky Wild Gin. So basically everything they everything made. Everything
0: they do is awesome. Yeah, everything basically.
1: they made got a double gold medal.
0: Excellent work.
1: Yeah, so kudos to them. and um, They've I'll just t- done I'll amazing things. Se- we'll just have to celebrate next year. Now, or to celebrate next week at our business day after hours here at the chamber when we launch our new uh reveal if party. If we must,
0: Jeremy. We're gonna have new we roof. must. We Um okay, hey, there you know, it's a holiday season. It's the holiday season as they say. Uh so and because there are so few days and week or I should say weekends in December this year, it feels like there's one fewer before Christmas uh than many years. We are just jammed full of activity. So, Light of Ludlow and Bromley is Saturday, and you're going know, to talk about a cute little area. That's a nice one. There's parade, there's performances. This is family friendly. There'll be Santa Claus, all that fun stuff. Reds Fest, I'm actually heading there in a couple of minutes to preview it for yeah, you. Really? Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Yeah. That's at the Duke Energy Center. That's Friday and Saturday, and it's the biggest in baseball. The biggest in baseball, I say. Yeah. And then uh, Braxton's Dark Charge Day is in Covington on Saturday. People are camping out on Friday yeah. to get this beer. Yeah. It's like There were like 5,000, 10,000 people. We don't yeah.
1: know. Uh, it, but if you yeah. don't feel like waiting, you can come over to the NKYP have holiday party today at oh. 430 at um, the Fort Mitchell location. We're gonna, it's not going to be their new Dark Charge varieties, but we're going to drink some Dark Charge beer.
0: I yes. get you. That's why you're kicking out of me here <laughs> yeah. quickly. And now, by popular demand, which means basically I just asked for it, it's Jeremy's Chamber Roundup.
1: Gotta love the sound effects. Um, so I kind of mentioned a few of these events that we got coming on next week. Um, on um, today, 4:30, in KYP Holiday Party at um, the new Fort Mitchell Braxton, mm-hmm. um, the Braxton Barrel House. Um, should be great. We got some food from Comparo, so... That's a good combo right there. I love their pizza. So good. Great chamber member, too. Um, Eggs and Issues is next week on the 10th, um, and that's going to be Riverfront Development. So it's Tom Banta from Corporex, Jack Moreline from South South Bank Partners, and Gene Shore from the Cadillac Fund.
0: Excellent. All right. Um,
1: And then. Two more, more. I got two more. The roundup continues. Keep it, keep it going. Um, And then, uh, like I said, next week on Thursday, we're gonna have a business after hours here at the chamber. Mm -hmm. Um, We've been doing some construction. If you've been into the office lately, might need a paintbrush. Just gonna, yeah, no, it's gonna be done. Fingers crossed, everything's gonna be done. Um, You can come check out the new space. Um, We kind of did some office reconfigurations. It's, it's pretty awesome. We're also gonna, um, we're partnering with Triad on this because they just redid their space Mm -hmm. too. So um, we're gonna have lots of. fun right and then also also if uh on the 12th um, if you're new to the chamber or you haven't been around in a while um are getting the most programs there you can kind of come in and figure out all the cool stuff the chamber has offering we mentioned the workforce stuff earlier Mm -hmm. but all the events and all the discounts and we have lots of stuff going on so if you need a refresher about what we got going on i getting the most. On the I, I've
0: got something else for you, Jeremy. If you need a refresher about what the Chamber has going on, I want you to stay tuned for our next guest because he says that the, joining the Northern Kentucky Chamber, even not being from Northern Kentucky, has been a big, big good decision on his part. We're going to be talking with Pat Murphy, who is from uh, Patrick Murphy Architects. They're from Louisville. It's architectural roofing. He will explain it much better than I can, so stay with us for that.
1: Did you know the Northern Kentucky Chamber can help celebrate your business's grand opening, reopening, or new location with a ribbon cutting? To take advantage of this member benefit, contact the chamber at 859-578-8800 and ask for Lynn Ablin.
0: And welcome back to Northern Kentucky Spotlight. As promised, we're talking with Pat Murphy who uh, owns Patrick D. Murphy. I'm, I'm looking at your card here to get the whole thing. PDM Architects out of Louisville, right? That is correct. So you are explaining this to me in a way that makes perfect sense except I've never heard anything like it before. It's an architectural roofing company. Explain this legacy that you have.
3: What I'm going to explain is uh, one of the most unique relationships in the entire United States. Starting in 1911, I had a grandfather that decided to go into architecture and open his own business. That was prophetic for the rest of the family. In 1929, arguably not the best year to go in any business. Probably so, One, yes. Uncle Tom joined him in architecture, <laughs> then Uncle Bob in 1945, and they each had a son that came into business, which was my cousin's, and I came along as the youngest grandson in that architectural hmm. business. The one uncle that did not go into architecture graduated number one in his class from Notre Dame University School of Commerce and went into the roofing business. I hadn't been born yet at this point. My father went into the roofing business. So as I came into life, I literally grew up with architecture on one hand, roofing on the other. So as it evolved, I wanted to be just like grandpa. So I went to architecture school at U of K, graduated, went to the work at the architectural company and my father and uncle had nobody to continue their business. So 37 years ago, I left the architecture company to learn how to run the roofing business and asked them if I could continue and set up my own architectural company. Well, by default and organically, people started asking me as an architect for roofing advice. And you have to understand, in our environment, the architecture world ranked by the American Institute of Architects Over 50% of the year, every year for 50 years, has been sued for roof-related (laughs) failure. So my insurance company was not at all happy that I was choosing to do this as a specific (laughs) niche market. But as we did roofing in construction daily, it fed into the understanding of that as an architect. So we're now highly sought after. We have to do a lot of competitions, so CVG Airport was one of those and we won that competition for a five-year contract, and we are their exclusive roof consultant. And in this area, we do a lot of work with the Archdiocese of Cincinnati, Mm -hmm. and I'm registered as an architect in uh, the state of Ohio. So we come in as an architect, but we come in with all that background of knowledge of a roofing contractor to be able to help our clients resolve their issues with roofs. And, and basically those issues like i was telling you mm-hmm. you know the air temperature and the light in this room is comfortable jeremy i think you turned down the air conditioning yes. it's easy to control that but if it was dripping on this desk in front of us it would be a forest fire that's what we help alleviate and and resolve mm-hmm. is those types of emergencies and forest fires
1: that's awesome so can you extend the useful life of an existing
3: roof system like is absolutely that, yeah If we're involved at the beginning, three things make up a good roof. A good roof is made up of good design according to all the code. Mm -hmm. When we design, we design beyond the code. At CVG is a good example. They had a lot of wind blowing off their roofs. So we have wind design ratings. We go over and above those wind design ratings. But then there's energy code compliance. And so a lot of the buildings today that are being re-roofed are being brought up to a higher standard of energy code. So once you've got good design, the next thing is you have to have good installation. As an architect, the last component of our service is to oversee the installation of the roof. At CVG, they're so concerned about the installation that they hire us to have a full-time resident observer on site. We've got him on site right now as we're talking here. And he is overseeing the roofing company, install it according to the plans and the design that CVG and our company created and they approved. And then the last thing is maintenance. And that's where you get into what we call roof management programs. Under the National Roofing Contractors Association, uh, they want to see a roof reviewed at least twice a year and after every major storm, which be a windstorm or a hailstorm. So at least twice a year, you would look at your roof. And you would review the roof in terms of its square footage and the quality of that in each and every roof to make sure it was functioning properly. Because the last thing that you want to do is wait until you have a roof leak to say something's wrong with the Mm -hmm. roof. The analogy there is if you guys bought a new car, you would tell me, Patrick, it is ridiculous that I would drive that car until all the smoke would come out and it was wheezing and cranking and the red light was flashing. Well, that car is a very valuable asset. But the cost of a roof is a way bigger (laughs) asset. And if you don't look at it, it's like not taking your car in for maintenance. You're not maintaining your roof. Mm. So if you have good design, according to code and above it, and you have good installation that's been supervised, that it's done correctly, and you have maintenance in place, then you have the formula for making a roof last the life of that roof. A normal life of a roof is 20 years. Without these things, they're lasting 12 to 15 years. With all these things, we've got them lasting 30 to 35 wow. years. So it's nice. a it's a big cost item for places like CVG and building owners because it's the biggest cost and it protects everything inside the building.
0: And so let's talk a little bit about green roofs uh, because how right tell us about that process green
3: roofs uh, is a very broad term green roofs of course are for energy efficiency mm-hmm. so you have white roofs for heat reflectivity insulated roofs to capture the energy inside the building green roofs are also referred to as vegetative roofs mm-hmm. and there's a lot of benefits particularly in urban areas to mitigate the heat urban effect of heat holding mm-hmm and to mitigate stormwater runoff. So if you've got a vegetative roof and it rains, it retains that water instead of flushing down into the sewers, mm-hmm. which are usually combined sewers, and when they overflow, that's a problem. Yeah, big problem. But the biggest part, I think, as an incentive is that roofs are real estate. Let's think about it for a minute. Mm-hmm. How many people go up and party on their roofs? If you made that acceptable, if you had living spaces that had yeah. outdoor balconies, or if you had green roofs that you could go out and have wedding receptions and birthday parties and you've seen a lot of restaurants now capturing the roof as real estate to generate more revenue yeah. to me that's very very exciting uh, myself and my nephew who's the other architect are green roof professionals it's called a GRP and it's, it's submitted it's a course you take with continuing education uh, for green roofs for healthy cities. Green Roofs for Healthy Cities is out of Toronto, Canada, and they're an entity that wants to promote green roofs around the world. Chicago is the biggest entity of green roofs, and the reason is government backs them. Yeah. And I hope everybody that's in government's listening. <laughs> because Mayor Daley, the first Mayor Daley, incentivized it not only with tax rebates, but he told the developers, if you will put a vegetative or green roof on the building... I will let you bypass all the red tape and go to the front of the line to get your building approved. And oh, that, nice. That meant 9 to 12 months lead time. So it exploded. If you've ever been to Millennium Park, mm-hmm. Millennium Park is the biggest green roof in the world. That's a green roof oh. over a parking garage. Oh, yeah.
1: Never wow. I thought of it that so, way. Your office is based in Louisville, out of Louisville. Yes, um, so why did you choose to become a member of the northern kentucky chamber of commerce
3: well uh we have work in the area as i said and we want to yeah. grow in this area and our dream would be to eventually be able to open office in this area i stumbled across you guys through another association in louisville and when i was introduced to lynn Lynn appleman oh my gosh i mean the electricity of this organization is by far way greater than any of the other chambers of commerce's that we've ever been associated with. You guys are so accommodating and friendly and helpful. Uh, we couldn't help but be a member of it because that's our, that's my personality and our corporate cultures personality i have a, a son and a daughter and a nephew that work in the business my wife is the bookkeeper my aunt who's 90 years old comes in four days a week to help us out and <laughs> well,
0: this well, is a family thank gig. you, I'll thank tell you, you so
1: much for the compliment and i swear we did not pay him to say that
0: <laughs> not at all not at all and you get uh, the honor of our monthly yes. question as
1: well the so like i said before this is the community giving month so what um so with so many important needs in our region, how do you decide where to give your time and treasure and talent?
3: I'm on a lot of boards and and that's not that it's vanilla, but where our passion really is is when when you're really focused community giving, that's where it becomes meaningful. Oh. And We belong to a parish in Louisville, Kentucky, where our kids grew up. My wife used to teach there before we had children. Then we had children, and she retired for a while until she came back as a bookkeeper. And our three children went to school there, now our grandchildren go to school there. We've renovated the parish about 12 years ago and I donated all the architectural services for the renovations we added onto the gym and onto the educational building and rearranged and, and refurbished the church. But within that there's programs we have, like the Giving Tree. The Giving Tree is at Christmas and we're in that season now mm-hmm. and that's near and dear to our heart. We have a tree there and you actually bring a wrapped gift and put it under that tree. Those gifts go to needy children that don't get to have a Christmas that you can now afford them. be able to have a christmas and then once a month the grandchildren and my family members we all go into the cafeteria after mass after the church service and it's called sandwich sunday we put together sandwiches and apples and bags of chips and put them in brown bags and we make hundreds of them and we take them down to the different associations that can distribute them to the needy so those kind of things are the way that i like to give back that's my passion i get to see some real one-on-one type of uh, results from that. So yeah, that's a that's a great question. I wish more people would wrap their their minds around because we all have time, talent, mm-hmm. and
1: treasure that we can afford to to share with others. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much. We appreciate it, and I appreciate
1: uh, this is actually one of my favorite topics we do. When you when you like look at it, and you're like, okay, "What's roof,
0: architectural roofing?" And, roof and then yeah, like really interesting. Like, wow, that's
1: super interesting. Now it makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, we
0: thank you for that. Thank Thanks. You. Thanks for educating us us, us all. Uh, and we got some interesting topics coming up next yeah. week as well, right? Another
1: interesting. <laughs> we have that. Have another architectural. Excellent. Next week. We're gonna learn some and more. I, we didn't do that on purpose either. It just happened. That's how the it, way it works. All together, and they're gonna talk about hit, uh, historic buildings. Um, and then also Arlinghouse Plumbing, um, they've been more in a... An- in service more than a decade, and they're going to come in and talk about, I think they're kind of celebrating, like, uh, being a family-owned business mm-hmm. as well, so we're going to talk to them about what they do. Well, we have mentioned
0: CVG 412 times today, and we're going to mention them one keep, more. Keep Thank yeah. you, CVG, for being the title I mean, sponsor. I mean, I
1: just flew out of CVG again. I
0: did, too, and yes.
1: And the, um, the,
0: uh, Jeremy's always flying to Florida.
1: Yeah, the 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 way that they've redone Terminal A. Yeah,
0: it's really so nice. cool. Just hang out there. Just
3: uh, go out there awesome. and have a drink. And they have a great roof, too. And they have, yeah, a, wonderful they have a wonderful roof. Order. Thank you for putting that out.
0: <laughs> not us dripping yeah. the lot right yeah. uh, we also want to thank our studio sponsor Ellen and Federal Credit Union uh, and to our guest Corey Eimer who was here before and to Pat Murphy as well uh, and also to Ben Gass, right, running the show back there the brains behind the operation Jeremy I'm Catherine we thank you for joining us and again like I said at the top of the show we succeed when you hit subscribe when you share and when you tell folks about all the great things happening in Northern Kentucky so that we can share this great news with them we hope you will do that thank you for listening and watching and we'll see you next week